It's Happy Hour from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy Hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network, It's New Orleans.com. Brought to us today by Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. If you like to drink at night and be able to think in the morning, one shot of Hangover Destroyer lets you have all the fun and no side effects. Google Hangover Destroyer or just go to hdestroyer.com. Also brought to us today by Petite Pet Care. If you're going out of town or you have a schedule that keeps you away from home, the folks at Petite Pet Care understand that some pets are fine going to a kennel or doggy daycare, especially if they're a dog, but others prefer the comfort of their own home. For loving care when you're not there, Petite Pet Care will cover you. Find them at petitepetcare.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. <laughs> That's true today. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limo or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans. And this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar. In this case, we're at Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans. Wayfair is a restaurant and a bar serving handcrafted food and spirits. Chef Kevin White puts fine dining into a sandwich. If you're wondering if that's just some sort of bullshit slogan, let me just tell you this. Before he moved to New Orleans, Chef Kevin cooked alongside Mario Batali in New York. So when you have a guy with this kind of fine dining background making a sandwich for you, believe me, it's a whole other thing. The bartenders here make a bunch of awesome Wayfair special cocktails and they have a three-hour happy hour here every day from 4 to 7. We're at Wayfair on Ferret Street with my very special guest who I'm going to introduce you to right now. All right. Sitting across from me with the sunglasses on, intimidatingly, is Anne Churchill, who is a New Orleans chef and caterer herself. Hi, Anne. Hi, how are you? Hey. Oh, we're doing right. a pause now. Applause, yeah. Like wow, applause. Applause. Good idea. Yeah. Anne is the recipient of a coveted James Beard Award. Is that right? Oh, a scholarship. Scholarship. Okay, so well, our crack research team is off to a good start. <laughs> a, James, a James Beard Scholarship. I mean, it's an award, but still. It is an award. <laughs> but okay. not like what know, is it? What did Best you get Chef a, Southeast or anything. What did you get? Oh, I just got a free ride to culinary school. Well, that's pretty cool. Where did you oh, go to good. culinary school? It's a Delgado. Okay. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. So the James Beard Organization, which is the sort of the Academy Awards of Food, basically. Correct. They paid for you to go to chef school. Correct. Well, how do they know anything about you? Uh, you write an essay and I guess that what, like sort of th- what did you write like what I ate on my summer vacation God I can't even remember how long ago uh, was it 2002 so a while ago you've always loved cooking yeah you used to talking to the mic Sarah oh sorry that's it <laughs> you always so, loved cooking that was a good question though <laughs> wait so to, in order to get a scholarship to learn how to cook do you have to demonstrate how poorly you cook currently or uh? Uh, <laughs> no it's not needs based in that respect good. no okay. I think you just wrote a good I wrote a good essay and nice. but that's know. a good question because to get into a school you have to prove that you're actually good at something mm-hmm. and then you get into it to be, become better at it whereas it should be you to prove that you're absolutely fucking hopeless. Total mind blower. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good. Uh, that's a good approach to education. Yeah. You just have to prove that you're good at talking about it. You don't have to be good at yeah. cooking yeah. to get into cooking. That's like school. Common Core, the opposite of Common Core. <laughs> Where do you cook? Common Poor. I have a restaurant called Bava in the Marini. Oh, cool! It's wow. a new little vegan spot. Okay. Cool deal. Okay, I can tell you a little bit more about Anne according to my information here. It says <laughs> Anne's a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. She's a tour chef. For the Dave Matthews Band, Melissa wow. Etheridge, Zach Brown, and others. Nice. Back at home in New Orleans, Anne can be found at all kinds of places, from making lunches at the Crescent City Farmer's Market, film catering, and in the kitchen at her newest project, Bava, which is spelt B-H-A-V-A. That's correct. A vegan restaurant above Feelings Cafe in the Bywater. What does Bava mean? Is it an Indian word? It's or a Sanskrit, yeah. It's, it, means, it basically means feelings. My business partner and co-owner, Jim Baird, he came up with that on a trip to India. Not, so. not nice. the original James Beard. James Baird. 
Baird. Baird. It's different. One's James I know, Beard it's and one's Jim tricky, isn't Beard. It? Oh, heavy. I have a really good Patient question. Sarah. Tell Here, us. We haven't introduced Sarah yet. I'll introduce you now, Sarah, and then we can. <laughs> this is Sarah Rega, who's the uh, the, sales, voice. The, the, the New Orleans sales rep for Covington Brewhouse. That's Hello, about all we everyone. know about Hello. Sarah, but more about that in a minute. Yes, Sarah, ask the question. Tell us the craziest story that you've had on tour with different bands, Dave Matthews, Melissa. Craziest story? Yeah, just like well, we signed that NDAs. You've seen. So, um, the craziest story I can't tell you. Probably the top you five craziest stories I couldn't okay, well, tell you. Well, just maybe um, some interesting things that you've seen. That's a, but why couldn't you tell us the five craziest? Because someone could get arrested or be embarrassed or oh, never work again. Oh, just that I signed an agreement saying that I wouldn't chat about things. So, you know, well, if you want to get hired too. again, it's best to, yeah. you want to keep getting invited to the party. Right, right. Especially right. if you put it on the podcast. What happens on the road stays on the road. There you go. So there's not much you can tell us in this way of what Dave or Matthews just fun gets up things, to. Maybe nice. You can ask what he likes things. to eat. Positive what does he like things. to eat? What about that? Uh, he likes barbecue. Ooh. He likes chicken. Oh yeah. What was uh, the nicest? He doesn't chicken. like chicken. What about this for a nice <laughs> question? <laughs> <laughs> like, what was the nicest sunrise you ever saw on the road? Uh, there's a tradition to catch the sunrise in West Palm Beach after the drive there, and it's um, at a really nice hotel, And except for the year when there was a shark. It's really, really nice. So people will get mimosas and go hang out on the beach and then, um, and then go crash and then come back and enjoy the day on the beach. Wow, that sounds like a nice thing to and do did on you, the road. you met them all, and you know, yeah. they were nice. and They're, they're lovely, actually, yeah. Very cool. That's a pretty good way to be a in the rock and roll business. Mm. Yeah. Let me introduce you to the rest of our guests here. Sarah Rega, who you've just met. Hi, Sarah. And Sarah's going to also play a song for us called Crack, Crackhead Fred. Yes, I <laughs> will. Just a little while. I am. Talking of, really? talking of Depending Fred. on how many beers I have. How many well. have you had? So if you have an orange uh, slice in your another. beer. Do we get, do we get a, another. we need service? <laughs> yeah, we need service. We need someone to come over here at Wayfair and hook us up. Douglas will hook that up for us in a minute. Hey, um, talking of Crackhead Fred, P.H. Fred, who is not Crackhead Fred, but... Mm. I don't know if he's ever done crack. He probably has. Actually. I got to admit, I don't know. He spent time in a mental institution. Like you know that. I don't like sure. to speak for him. Anyway, crackhead Fred, otherwise known as PH Fred, is going to be our guest on today's show, but he had a heart attack. Bummer. And he's currently at Turo Hospital in the emergency room. How's he doing? We were going to Skype him in on today's show, but they wouldn't let him because he has, uh, to, have, he has to have more tests. Oh, bummer. The only thing he did tell me to hand on is that he had a sonogram and he's not pregnant. Okay. So that's good news, that's right? That's good. That's good for him. Okay, so I'm introducing you to everyone else who's not here as well. Ruth Navarre is also not here. <laughs> just to keep up. Yep. So this is with <laughs> right. two guests. Two guests on one show have not shown Ruth, up. Wherever Ruth wherever you are. Ruth Navarre is a fabulous woman. She's a New Orleans singer, harpist, violinist, and violist. But unfortunately, she doesn't know either where Wayfair is or she doesn't care to come on the right. show. Yeah. So if I'm she sure shows up, brilliant. we'll introduce her. Yeah. Are, you ca- are you looking out the window for her? Can you see anything out no, there? No, no, there's nothing going on. There's nothing out there. Okay. okay yeah, that's behind me. No. Okay, and then sitting across from me... I think you turned them away. No, yeah. no, it's the oh, they're, they're coming. Yeah, Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Not, I don't you like shook, you shook your head Scared with headphones on. That looks so you know domineering. They just headed right. Just took out. Oh my god, this awful. We're supposed to be attracting people here. This is our. <laughs> all right, I was worried now, about this. Next person that walks in, let's yeah. all just shut up and look at them. <laughs> <laughs> That'll help. Okay. Look, they see the, the general manager is looking concerned all there. Let yeah. me introduce you to our, our, our other guest sitting across the table for me is Brian Bruiser Broussard. Uh, Brian is the brewmaster and owner of the Covington Brew House. He's also the bass player in Cowboy Mouth, one of the city's most famous exports musically. Hmm. Cowboy Mouth's been around for about 20 years now, and you must be, what, their sixth or seventh bass player, I would imagine. Something like that. I'm the new guy. 
And before that, Bruiser was also in Dash Rip Rock and Supergroup with our friend Chris Lee, who's a friend of the show. He's been on here a couple of times. And uh, currently engaged to Aaron Brennan, who you might know. We've heard in the credits on the Walter and Johnson show mm-hmm. from Intercom. So, Bruiser, welcome to uh, Happy Hour. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for finding me. It's, <laughs> I'm trying to make it sound like we had this whole thing planned. <laughs> we, met, we met Bruiser and Sarah at the bar here today. Yeah, well, we Andrew, did. Andrew met them, actually. Yeah, Andrew's yeah. a major beer drinker, and he was over <laughs> at the mm-hmm. bar before the show. And uh, these are the two guests didn't show up. PH Fred's you know, dying in hospital. Hopefully he's fine. How cool is that? We've got, you know, the James Beard Award, and then I win the Beer Drinker the Award. Beer Award. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so congratulations, award. you two guys, for being on Happy Hour. Thank you so much. Otherwise, Anna, it would have just been you, me, and Andrew sitting here. I'm sure that would be entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fine, mm. too. So yeah. all you guys have got fabulous hair. That's what I've noticed. Fabulous Bru- hair. Bruiser, you wow. have fabulous long hair mm-hmm. here. Don't you just want to run your hands uh, through it? Yeah, it's gorgeous. <laughs> yes. All right, I'll give you all turns after the okay, show. Very rock and roll. <laughs> so how did you get to be in Cowboy Mouth? Um, I've been knowing the guys for a long time. Um, you don't look old enough to be knowing them for a long time. Yeah, I'm pretty young. Uh, so how did well, you know when them? I joined Dash Rip Rock when I was 21 years old. Right. And the guys in the band were 20 years older than me. Um, and that's how I, the whole connection came about. There's only three about. guys in Dash Rip Rock. Yeah. There's yeah. Bill Davis. Well, it's pretty much Bill Davis Kyle. these days. Well, Kyle's back in the band. Yes, he is. The drummer. And you um, were the bass player. So I was the bass player the for The original bass player was Hokey. Hokey. Who was like the guy who drank a huge amount of whiskey on mm-hmm. stage. I, I was oh, used to be. Right. He used to hand the bottle around. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like the Grateful Dead handed acid out. Hokey's <laughs> the legend. He handed out Jack Daniels, I guess it was. <laughs> Jack Daniels. Yeah. It was and a really tough job filling his shoes. Well, he retired <laughs> and then he, he took on. Do you want a drink? He took. What? <laughs> what he, uh, he took on, um, he went. He left, I think, to move to Florida to be a, like a, to he's a in, fishing charter. He's chart in Miami uh, uh, running a charter boat. He's had a fishing yeah. charter for years. And he does yeah. uh, marine surveying and stuff. So he's really, and he was the wild man. And well, yeah. Fred LeBlanc, of course, was the drummer. Mm-hmm. And he was insane. So that's how the whole connection band. came about with so me being in Cowboy Mouth. So you you were the bass player in Cowboy Mouth after after Hokey? You took over from him? Oh, and Dash Riprock. I mean, um, Dash Riprock, I'm sorry. Dash has gone through quite a few bass players. <laughs> yeah. Um, I Probably a year after Hokey left, I took over. Okay. Um, they had a few guys that filled in, and then I took over, and I was permanent for five years. Wow. And the guy that okay. replaced me um, has been with the band for five years. So are you a, um, are you a hard drinker as well? Um, I, I mean, drink. you own a brew house. <laughs> <laughs> I do drink. Yeah. Do you drink liquor or is it just beer? Are you like a beer um, I guy? drink both. Yeah. I mean, I I drink a lot of beer, um, yeah. but not. Um, I, I mean, I don't drink six packs or yeah. cases a day. Why not? If you um, own a brew house, Christ well, sakes. I mean, it's. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what did you have here? What was this? I'm trying not to be an alcoholic, you have to but stay I am. productive. Yeah, right. I do have to stay productive, but it's mainly like you know, it's more like. Um, like cooking food, I, um, I make beer, and when the beer comes off the line, when it's coming off the bottle line, or when, when we're filtering it or anything in the process, I have to taste it, yeah. I, and it's it's mm-hmm. I want to make sure it's good, and I make all the other guys in the brewery taste it too. It's just important. Hey. Any anywhere along the process, we got to taste the beer. How does what? that work in the kitchen? And sorry, Andrew. No, no saying? worries. I was just going to ask him what what beer oh, that what you beer got drinking? here. What kind of beer did you get here? <laughs> Um, I'm drinking Nola's Irish Stout. Oh, yeah. All right. Cool. We're actually in here trying to sell them our beer. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. How do you do that? You just beg them, beg them get to on our knees it. and say, please, no. Do they have to uh, t- everyone has to taste it here, I assume. Yeah, we, we brought them samples. And, um, well, where are they? You know, 
Well, they drank why, why aren't we trying? Oh, a drank sample them. wouldn't put me over the limit. <laughs> I have samples. Okay. I have samples. She's got a sample. Sarah, We're not out of the car. It's so hot. They're it's like not cold. I'm a runner. I could run there, run back. I'll be in a flash. Yeah, but okay. they're not cold. Are they I like cold? The, I like the hand they're not cold. Mm. It's going to be, it's 95 degrees outside. It's 95. So the but beer I have is them in a, in a cooler. Oh. With a frozen grapefruit. A frozen ocean spray grapefruit. So. That is keeping them cold. Okay, go get them. Should I? Yes. Yeah. Don't you think? Should yeah. I? Right? Yeah, we're just yeah, going to All right, I'm going to go get them right now. Great. We're going to play got, a little you've got digital Churchill. jingle while you yeah, do that. Anne yeah. Churchill here. Right, you can taste them. them. She's like the one of the country's greatest chefs and, and a rock and roll star. <laughs> I'm bringing them. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Sounds okay, great. Now, listen, we've got free beer. Oh, man, this is that great. Work, this, this is, is awesome. awesome. This is working out great. What, what's on these notes that's going around the table? Oh, yeah, I, I was actually getting a beer order. <laughs> you, it's, oh, okay. I just felt like you were so into this conversation. Yeah. I didn't want to say, I didn't want to get the round. Okay. You know, no, I appreciate Audibly, that. Audibly. So, yeah. Anne, do you taste stuff when you're cooking? Of course. So how does that work? I mean, you can't stick your finger in the food or whatever. Uh, we have tasting spoons. Your special tasting spoons? Yeah. What are they made from? What? Uh, wood? Well, they're not special. They're special in that there are spoons that I put in a glass yeah. that sit by my station. So, right. you know. It is incredibly weird not being able to see your eyes. All it's right. Like, how about... Uh, it's here. like interviewing <laughs> Jose Feliciano. I don't want to freak you out, man. Ah, there we go. Oh, hey. God, All right. Better? So yes. Okay. Gorgeous. Okay. Yeah. Oh, thank you. She seems happier. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Automatically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, because you don't... You like half your face is gone. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> hey, so... um. Are you, are you vegan? Is it vegan or vegan? It's vegan, they say. I'm not. You say vegan, I say vegan. Is exactly. it just a challenge Potato. thing? Yeah, it's yeah. kind of interesting. It's That's fun. That's cool. It's, I like the space, and I really like working with Jim. I'm definitely so coming by. Come by. I will. So you don't have to be a vegan to go there? Uh, no. Some of my foodie friends who have been by have you know, posted on Facebook and gone, oh, my God, I can't believe it. It's incredible. So either they're lying or it's I can't believe it's, it's not true. vegan. Why, are you, why did you open a vegan restaurant if you're not vegan yourself? Uh, it's fun. I like a challenge. Right. Um, I I don't eat a lot of meat. I think that people should eat less meat. Um, a lot of times, even if I am eating meat, it'll be like two ounces on a plate with a bunch of other stuff. Two ounces. That's not much. No. Mm-hmm. But that's really, I think, enough if you're, right. you know, really so adamant about meat. Upstairs from Feelings? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I ate at Feelings a few months ago when I, I played a show um, at Siberia and I, it was not vegan though. <laughs> no, 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 no. But no. my my um, my fiance did eat vegan friendly. Well, they have. Aaron. I started the the whole thing started with me doing a vegan menu downstairs for the owner. My business partner also owns the restaurant downstairs. Feelings. Uh-huh. And so that was really popular and had been for several years. So we thought, why not give it a go? And the space upstairs had been um, Santima, this wine and cheese bar. And that's a great spot. So it's really cute. It's really pretty. So are you here forever now? I mean, you know, I think so. I'm not. I I turned down tour this year and I miss my tour buddies and miss my tour family. But you Mm. seem very happy, though. I am really happy. Broadly, I'm back in New Orleans and Mm. it's my first summer here in six years. Um, so you've been on the road for six years with the rock and roll mm-hmm. act. Who, who have you been out with for the whole? Not was, was Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews Melissa. mainly. Um, right. Melissa Etheridge. It was just one tour. Um, Zach Brown Band is like fill-in work uh, here and there, but Dave Matthews is definitely the main one. It's an interesting niche to the culinary, you know, endeavor. It's a crazy job. Yeah, it's yeah. like 
I didn't even know the job existed when they when I first heard of it. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Right. So you you have to, but you have to turn out really great food because these guys probably have pretty high standards. I mean, I do imagine. now? Mm-hmm. Do you? I mean, oh, so so you were cooking for these guys? I'm just catching on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> and the entire I'm crew. Lost. What, so what is, well, I'm interested. I mean, in what they you need to bring a brewery on the road. I'll go brew for them. Oh, that's a there great idea. <laughs> that could be done with like a promotional thing with the VIP lounge. I mean, we promoted his yep. uh, Dreaming Tree uh, wine a couple of years ago. What if you had a different single cask for every show? Oh, that's easy. You can do, totally do that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Why do that? Mm-hmm. I, you know, like different I think flavor, that's, different that's cask. That's a really good idea. And what, kind of like with Ben and Jerry's, there's fish uh, food. Let's put more on the my band plate. Fish. <laughs> that's right. There's uh, Jerry Garcia. Cherry so if there's already so a precedent with, uh-huh. with ice cream, we can just go that way and uh-huh. get a buzz. You could that's do a, a good idea. A Dave Matthews label beer. Uh, he's he's kind of busy with the wine. We might need to pick another band. Yeah, let's maybe somebody local. Band. Well, hey, that's a great mm-hmm. idea. What? Something with or distorted guitars. What? Mm-hmm. Cowboy mouth beer? Um, possibly. Um, <laughs> I'm the new guy, so we'll find out how that goes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, how new are you? Have you played a gig with them yet? Um, last weekend was my first weekend. Oh, brand spanking new. Yeah. How 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 hot are the songs to learn? Um, I mean, it's it's. Andrew's looking at me like, "Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you heard it? <laughs> not that it's bad. Whoa, not that it's bad. I just well, mean there's like, more than know. just that one song, but it's a uh, playing in a cowboy moth show is also a lot of stamina. It's playing the same yeah. thing over and over while Fred does his sermon. Oh, mm. uh, yeah. Um, so it's a lot of that, um, and also it's you know when what you're you play, you're the bass player. I'm the bass player. Right. So the bass player has to know the song. And you're the guitar player can stop playing, and the song stops. Go- start keeps going right the bass player and the drummer have to keep playing so you got to keep <laughs> up with fred the whole yeah. time um and he had a baby and everything has he calmed down at all yeah i mean does he still get bloody <laughs> in the, at every show <laughs> bloody at every show no i mean he's fred is fred okay it's so uh, he's still the same everything's yeah still the same. you go to a cowboy mouth show you get a cowboy mouth show so how it's far uh, away is sarah's car anyway um, <laughs> it is pretty. I'm practically far. dying of thirst. Like, screw <laughs> you guys! I'm I taking know, a you six guys pack. Got, I'm out of here. She said Y'all she was beers, a runner. Nobody but brought you, me a beer. You oh, guys, that's true. You didn't get the how far list. away did you park? I think we're pretty far, actually. But, but I don't why know. did you? Do you live in well, Covington? Well, we, this isn't the first place that we came to today. Why are you trying we're, to sell in a walking brewery? around? Oh, so you're trying mm. to sell a public Flooding around your beers. I see. And has anyone? We're trying to own the street. So how does it work? Do people taste it and go, "Oh my God, this is the best beer I've ever had. I'm going to take it." What do I have to do, or do they have to talk to their partner about it? And all um, this? it's a it in the brewing business. It's a it's an it's an ordeal because we can't just sell them the beer directly. Um, it has oh, to. There's right. a three tier system. We have to go through a distributor. Yeah, right. Distributor has to deliver it here. You have to make sure that they use your distributor. But this is only um, in Louisiana. This bullshit system. No, it's well, it's it's in a lot of states. Um, um, out west, you can do both, use a distributor and self-distribute. Um, really, I mean, without distributors, we wouldn't exist, so I'm thankful. But at the same time, it can be frustrating because um, you can't control. Like, this guy wants to buy a keg of beer from us. I can't just bring it in here. Yeah, right. You know, so what do you have to do? Um, Actually, just Talk them it. into buying it. But after they say, yeah, we love it, then what happens? What has to happen? Um you got like a, a few different kind of middleman have a, to get a few different ways of doing it. I can call the distributor and say that Wayfair wants our beer. They want this beer in this size, bottles, kegs, whatever. Um, or they'll order it on their next order. Mm. Um, so, so I, I, I tell you what, I got a little anecdote sort of, which is going to lead into a question. I went to a place called the Ale and Witch that does music in St. Petersburg, Florida, and it seemed like they had the beer lovers, you know. Uh, 
in the palm of their hand because they were always bringing in these single casks. And it felt mm-hmm. so like such an intimate you know, bond between the brewers and, the, and the, the bar. Why isn't there more of those places? Why aren't there more of those places that it feels like they have a new cask and they're putting it on the wall? Hey, come out next Friday because yeah. we're going to have a single cask from this or that. We're trying, to, we're trying to kick that off. There's a few breweries that are doing casks around here, but it just really hasn't grabbed in New Orleans. Um, yeah. And it's really, I guess, because certain places have been hit and miss. You what you because you, you have to drink the cask that night, right? And uh. if the place doesn't float the cask, right. they're not going to do it again. Yeah. So, so explain um, that because I guess I'm just saying single cask. But what does that mean? I'm not really sure. Well, a cask conditioned beer, it's a it's a special cask that you take. Um, what modern breweries do a lot of times is they take their um, unfiltered beer out of a tank, whatever it may be, and add whatever you want to it. Mm. Like for the WIES beer fest that's coming up this weekend, we just I just made one yesterday called um, it's our Pilsner with mangoes, oranges, and cherries in it. Love it. And that referments again in the cask, and God knows what you're going to get when you drink it. But that's the whole beauty of a cask; it's a novelty. Beautiful. You throw in extra hops, you throw in stuff. I'm also a beekeeper, so um, <laughs> cool. One thing that um, you do with a cask is you add more sugar mm. to make it ferment again to give it natural um, carb on the on the cask so when you tap it it has carbonation on it instead of using sugar I use honey from my beehives beautiful so what? you get that extra little thing honey from the be- brewmaster's beehive of course does it make wow. it a little more mead like it does yeah. it does you can taste the honey in it definitely nice what do you call it do you have a different name for each one of these casks um yeah um depends on what i mean basically we call it you know if i do a, a pilsner cask it'll be pilsner dry hop with this with brewmaster's honey or whatever hey, okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna make andrew play a song for us what do you naughty. think sure. let's have andrew play what the, what sounds naughty brewmaster's honey, honey sounds naughty. <laughs> 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 i like the rhyme <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's very literal it's very so when we come back we from andrew's gonna play something when we come back when sarah has returned crackhead Fred. hello hello and she's brought a six-pack with her Bienvenidos. Welcome. So you brought a six-pack of Covington Brewhouse, so we're going to do a taste test. Yes, we are. Okay, cool. Are we, we going to have to real-time, you know, give a reaction? These, these I think it's audible. Do you think, think we should tell the truth? No, that's not cool. We shouldn't. We should. We're just going to have to say we like it even if we don't like it. We're going to have to say we like it even if we don't like it. No, be honest. That's hard. Well, uh, either we're going to do you're a commercial. You're going to like it. Yeah, I'll show you what like we're going to do. We'll do. If they want to pay us, we'll do a commercial and we'll say we love it. Okay. Okay. If they want to, you know, say we just do a taste test, we'll just do a straight taste test and see what we think. I've done a cast. Okay. What do you think? Whatever they want. How much do you think we should ask for? For sponsorship for one taste test. No, they're not even listening. I think two beers. How about we give you the six pack, and you could just drink it, and we're doing a taste test, and it's honest. It's pure. It's wholesome. Well, you're the salesperson, so you um, decide. I'm picking up what you're We want honesty on the air? We want honesty. <laughs> Just joking. Well, well, it's greatness. Right. It's greatness okay. in a bottle, trust me. Okay, well, wait till Andrew's finished so we can do like a live taste test. Oh, okay. Okay, okay just hold on. Do you have to drink that beer? What's that one? Oh, you got iced tea? Yeah. Okay, so don't worry about that. Yeah. Don't touch that. Andrew, what are you playing? Uh, I'm going to play you another new one, as is yes. what I you know, told you I would do yep. once a week and bring a new song. So here's a new one. This one's called, who cares what it's called? It's new, you know? <laughs> Oh, 
open scene, the bus at dawn. I'm getting off, you're staying on. I'm promising I'll see you down the line. Sunrise hits, I'm on the trail. I'll keep you posted by the mail. It's overdue, but I pay all my fines. Made up my mind, I made up my mind, I see it through, I promise you that time will always tell time after time. Time will tell, I tell myself, yeah. Time will tell, I tell myself, yeah. Time will tell, I keep telling myself. Your patience is wearing thin and these old pants need taking in Holding out like kids in Catholic school Draw ourselves a finish line You stay to your side, I'll stay mine As long as we both swear to break the rules I made up my mind, I made up my mind I'll see it through, I promise you The time will always tell, I tell myself Time will tell, I tell myself Time will tell, I tell myself Time will tell, yeah I keep telling myself Time will tell, I tell myself Time will tell, I tell myself Time will tell, I keep telling myself No one's got this figured out We don't need to know right now Nobody's got this figured out I just let them on and reach me Let tomorrow teach me what it will I'll sit still, shut my mouth and let it out Let it say what it may Let it dispel all my doubts All is well, time will tell I keep telling myself Tell I tell myself Time will tell I tell myself Time will tell I keep telling myself Time will tell I tell myself Time will tell I keep telling myself Telling myself Time will tell I keep telling myself Thanks, y'all. Andrew Duhon. I'm going to take a stab at it. That was beautiful. It's called uh, Time Will Tell. Yeah, yeah. You know, it just feels so stupid when you when you introduce a song like that before you play it. So I actually did know what it was called to lie to you guys. But then it's like, <laughs> this song's called Time Will Tell. Time Will Tell. Time Will Tell. You know, it just feels you <laughs> It's know, a silly. hit. What that you, was you amazing. Think? Thanks. Isn't he that great? That was great. Yeah. Yeah. You just came guys? up with that? No, no. I mean, I wrote it a few weeks ago. That's awesome. It's really a great, it's another great song. Andrew comes in here and he plays new stuff and you think, 
You must have heard, and, and you must have heard a lot of people sitting around playing guitars uh, mm-hmm. after shows and so on. Indeed. What do you think of that? Uh, I think it's awesome. I think it, w- it was really fun. Uh, a couple of the guys on their days off would come and play, and uh, not band members, but crew members. Oh, that's and it cool. would turn into an impromptu jam session. Yeah, that was always kind of cool. nice. And while they're playing their concerts, do you ever go out to actually experience their concerts? Are you more? In, are you in the kitchen, like getting ready for when it's after their concerts? Feed them. Uh, well, we're breaking down. We're finishing dinner and breaking down while they're playing. So you can go check the you know the last little bit of the show if you want. So yeah, sometimes we go check stuff out. And do y'all get stage passes? You get to be right there. Or? Well, yeah. This, if you're a crew, then you have a pass that allows cool. you to be all over because wow. it's called all access because wow. you need access. Yeah. Very cool. So these guys eat a meal before they go on. Well, we're all these, cooking all for not just the play. band, you but play. for the entire traveling crew and the locals. Mm. So it's like over, it's about at least 125 for dinner. Oh, wow. um, and if there are a lot of guests, then it can be up to like, sometimes it's like 250 people for dinner. So it's it's not like, oh, I think I'm going to make this for Stefan today. It's it's a, it's a you know, it's, it's So a you're rolling into town with a camp kitchen and you have to set up, like you've got a truck with all the stuff mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. So you've got to build a kitchen mm-hmm. first and then. Mm-hmm. So you're like an army. Yeah, there are, four, there are four chefs on that tour. And then there's a whole, like, support crew. Wow. So there's and seven on the catering crew. Do you go to the local produce shop in that city? Or do you usually, before before it happens, you really, like, <laughs> get interviewing here? a ton <laughs> it's of... It's her show. <laughs> this is happy hour, man. It's like a, a ton you know, of, you know, vegetables. Uh-huh. I'm just interested. It's well, just very the, interesting. Yeah, the <laughs> lead chef goes out, whoever the lead chef is for whichever tour, goes out and shops. And then with some of the tours that have... Um, environmental you know programs in place then we'll source from local farmers so we'll have local farmers show up with produce and meat and that's really cool to get to meet Super them cool, and, yeah. and yeah. work with that so when you say you, you're cooking for the band and the crew and locals you said what kind of locals what do you mean by that like radio um, station people or uh if if they're vips sometimes yeah and then people um at the venue some of the local staff on the venue gets fed so you mean to tell me that if i'm dave matthews and i'm just like standing in the catering line and when I get to you, you don't even have like a special pedophore or something for like, oh, here you go, Dave. <laughs> well, he comes in the kitchen and we'll just be like, here, you want to try this? Or you want to try that? But yeah. um, they can have whatever they want on their bus and in their dressing room. So okay, right. he can still be a rock star. Yeah, okay. How many buses are on these tours? Uh, I think Dave's 11. Oh, Jeez. My well, yeah. I mean, yeah, my... my my friend used to work for a bus company, and they would just tell me about these tours, like Metallica going on the tour with ten buses, but they never get on the bus. They uh, fly to well all the gigs. Flying and oh. they're flying, and they cruise on the bus. <laughs> they yeah. sleep on their own in their own bed every night. But Everybody I, I work for is real people, and they actually <laughs> tour on buses and sleep on the buses. Mm. And but so yeah. generally, though, I'm, I mean, I never thought about this. You never think about people eating or going to the bathroom or anything. You know, they just they just rock stars. We don't stars. talk about those things. They just get up there and play. But they actually eat a they meal eat. before they play. That's what was seems weird to me. Well, uh, like yeah. it's, if the show's at eight thirty, then you might eat at seven or something. Yeah, because you're gonna burn off a lot of calories up there. I always thought you'd not. be you know you'd eat afterwards after you Wait, eat, like. I relax. gotta eat before I play. You eat before you play. If I don't eat before I play, I, I'm like halfway through the show, I'm miserable. My stomach is empty. But doesn't it uh, doesn't it affect the drugs? I have have a question for Sarah. Depends on which drug. Well, we'll eat again after the show. (laughs) I have a question for Sarah. So if if a band, if 
If Dave Matthews eats a meal at 7 p.m. and plays a show at 8.30... Is this going to be a math test? Does no. that meal... <laughs> well, because One and a half hours. Hey. Because, hey. Wait, because Sarah is a nutritionist, no? Or what? has a nutritionist I degree? A nutrition degree from LSU. How did, you, so, how did you know that? We, we spoke before the mics turned on. Good God. So, <laughs> now, it, okay, let's go back to the math problem. Dave Matthews <laughs> eats a meal at 7 o'clock. He yes. plays a show at 8.30, which is approximately three hours long. At any point in that three hours, does he reap the benefits of that meal? Is this the ACT meal? again? <laughs> what was the question? It's not actually math. Is At any point, does he reap the, the energy or benefits of that meal? Does it gi- digest quickly enough to provide energy for that show? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Definitely. I mean, does it metabolize? Yeah, yeah. Does, well, it, does it kind of... How long does food take to metabolize to, to the human body to give so energy? To Do yeah. you have a favorite meal that you like to cook Did she answer the question? Exactly? Sort of. She just said yes. I said yes. Well, how long does food take to metabolize in the human body? Does it depend on the food? Oh, so you just say yeah, but you don't know. Yes, it does. I'm not sure the exact time. Okay, Dave if Matthews. If it's liquid, the rate of absorption is faster. So if you drink like right. superpowered juice, then it makes sense that that's going to disperse in your system faster. Just a thought. But then you got to worry about when you have to eliminate that juice. Well, if, if oh, it's yeah, an outdoor stadium, so you're you're sweating it all off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's more about how high you This is interesting. Like, do you show? think about this stuff when you cook or, you know? No, because you're catering for everybody else. Well, well I do think about that. And I think about hydration on the road right. because, yeah. you know, we're cooking outside, too, for 15 yeah. hours. So there's a lot <sighs> of, of wow. hydration becomes very, very important. 15 hours. You've been out cooking for 15 hours. Not today. But I know, but <laughs> in the past, just but straight, start, you wake up early. for 15 hours, you'll, you'll cook all day long for 15 yeah. hours. Yeah. It, it's like I did catering for um, movies forever ago, um, and I remember, you Did know, you take your bees with you today? No, this was... <laughs> I didn't have bees. Do you, do you bees. take bees with you, or bees. you leave bees. Bees. <laughs> The bees just stay home and you live in their box. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yes. I, I remember getting, the, you know... The, the food or is the first people to be on the set and the last people the last to leave. People to go. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and all we're doing is feeding people three times a day, but it's but we set up the tables, the get everything together. Is, I would imagine the good news is like as in film catering too and, and on the road that you must get paid a lot of money. It pays pretty well. And you yeah. can't spend it because you, you have no time to go anywhere. Oh. Well, can you? If you're only doing four shows a week, that's plenty of time to get in trouble. <laughs> so you can go shopping and do all sorts of stuff. Well, shops. yeah, and you're also, a lot of times we're in resorts or in a really oh, nice wow. hotel. So it's like if you want a glass of wine, it might be $7 somewhere else. It's like $12 there. So I see. It, I, when I was looking at my receipts for this past year, it kind of frightened me how much money I'd spend on eating out on the road. Yeah. And drinking out on the road. And where's the farthest you've ever been with a band to cook? Uh, Montreal. Oh. Okay. Okay, now listen, we have got this Covington Brewhouse beer here. So we yes, said we were going to do right. an honest taste test. So let's uh, do it. Is it Sarah cold? How does it feel? Here, you feel yeah, it's, it. it's, it's kind of English, right? I was going to say, Americans drink beer too cold. I mean, I could go get some ice. We're definitely okay. going English you with this. put yeah, a beer on it's ice, for God's sake. I'm can gonna, you? We can put it in some ice. I'm going to try it with the understanding that it is not that cold. Well, you're going to get the real flavors out, which exactly, is yeah. what yeah. most what? domestic beers are designed around. You drink it really ice cold, so you can't it taste how crappy it is. Yeah, it's a coming-of-age story. So you don't mind that we taste this? Not ice cold because then we can taste what it really tastes like. It's it good. tastes great. It's good. Okay, so we have different bottles here. We have, uh, oh, this one looks great. Anonymous IPA. How, what a great label. Who designed that label? Who thinks of names? Um, we had a, uh, a firm on the North Shore that did that for us. Um, and 
Well, let me give you the story on the anonymous IPA. So me and my partners bought out the brewery eight months ago. Um, I worked there for seven years, and I was the head brewer. Who's your partner, Jim Beard? Um, they're my buddies. <laughs> your <laughs> yes, buddies? Jim, Jim Beard sure is rem- my, my partner. Shall remain nameless, okay. Well, the, the anonymous IPA came about, um, I made this IPA over a year ago, um, well, a year before we bought the brewery, and we brewed it, and we just, we wasn't, didn't put it out yet, so we had all this beer and started bringing it to um, events and festivals and stuff and just putting it out and people were like what is this and we're like don't worry about it it's anonymous so it, it stuck it was just people would come back to the next event and say we want that anonymous IPA for like six months of where's the anonymous IPA so we released it we put out the anonymous that's IPA that's cool that's where the name plan, stuck actually that's cool that was unplanned, but a pretty cool marketing plan. Yeah. So this is okay. This is a very good beer then, because people, we need a tasting glasses here, right? Yeah, we need tasting. And we're all going to be drinking out of the same bottle, which oh. you know. I know. Do you guys have any con- any contagious diseases? Did you, did you catch anything on the road, Anne? Uh, no. You're all good. <laughs> Douglas dodged a bullet. Could we? Could you get us some little like shot glasses, or maybe Sarah can hook it up, uh, seeing she's in, in with these people. Okay. Poor Sarah. I'll go get some. She can no, never Doug, sit Doug's still. Doug's got it. Doug's got it. <laughs> Doug's, got, Douglas got it under control. Okay. Okay. Well, no, we need you to She's ask the runner. questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what we could do. What are we going to do without you? So you so can get the shot glasses. Oh, I'll go. I don't, I'm the least. I'm the least I'm the valuable girlfriend. member of the team. Okay. So what we can do in the meantime until the shot glasses come back is we'll. Here's we're going to. Okay. Well, we can. You want a shotgun one? But I'd like to do something more interesting. Shotgun glasses. I'd like to hear a, a version of Crackhead Fred, the song yeah. you wrote. Okay. What year did you write the song? I know that's a tough question, but (laughs) (laughs) it's been a while. (laughs) Probably eight years ago. When's the last time you played it? (laughs) Been a long time. And you're gonna. So I just want to preface this with: this is not, you know, a complete song. It's a work in post. It's a work. It's a in progress. Work in progress. When and you began it eight years ago. When you were where? At uh, I was in in middle school. school. Middle school. Okay. It's a little... What middle school were you at? Here's the Edgar taste. Martin, Thank you, Douglas. Edgar Martin Middle School, Edgar, Lafayette, Louisiana. Edgar Martin. Edgar Martin. In Lafayette, Louisiana. How long have you been in New Orleans? I've been here since the beginning of January. I've actually lived in Austin, Texas for the last two and a half years. So you just moved to New Orleans a few months ago? Yes. And what, ma- what made you decide to come here? I moved here because my boyfriend was in Miami, and I was in Austin, Texas, and we were doing long distance for about a year. He actually became a gold member on American Airlines because he was flying to come see me every other weekend. Okay. And, uh, I haven't quite figured out why we're in New Orleans yet. He was in Miami and you were in Austin. And then he so. got a job here with a big oil company. Ah, and so now I'm here. What does he do? He's a mud engineer. Okay. That's a pretty important job, actually. Yep. Mark Youngling. <laughs> yep. Sure while, very while, while, he, while they're drilling, he's getting those fluids. And he's, he's, the he's, he's testing those fluids. He actually majored in finance, but uh, didn't really. Fluids. He's, so he's very. He's an engineer in fluids devo- so <laughs> development. So from finance to testing mud fluids. <laughs> All right. He's very good with <laughs> testing the fluids. Is he good looking? He's very good looking. Yeah, I think six that was five. Well, I thought I knew something was. But going he's out. a smart boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, the mud but engineer was the person who caused the the uh, the well to blow up. Yeah. Well, the, they actually the they, they actually knew be about that beforehand. They, I mean, what's I the know. inside story on that from the mud mud guys? Yeah, because that was the whole reason that well blew His up. His company right? didn't have anything to do. No, with that, I'm not suggesting he had anything to do with it. But 
That's a pretty important job is what I'm getting at. It is a very important so job. He could shut down drilling if, you know. If he says there's a mud problem. Yeah, exactly. So what was the reason that that well blew up then? And the, what's the inside scoop on that? I don't really know the inside what scoop. What do the mud guys say? Well, I don't, was it I don't a, really Was know. it human error? Did some guy make a mistake? Or was it BP cheaped out on all the stuff like they say? Or what was the... I'm not 100% sure, but... Don't they I talk about it? He doesn't talk about it. Do we have his phone number? Because he, he was... He's on the rig right now, actually. Is he? Where so is he? Where is he, he? He's out in the Gulf of Mexico. Right. Near Mexico what, right now. And so what rig is he on now? What's he's on the Deepwater Champion. Deepwater mm. Champion. Deepwater Champion. Sounds like the next one to go down. It's a very, it's a nice, it's a nice one. Mm. What's nice about it? Well, on his last rig, they had sleep number beds. They had <laughs> filet mignon. It was wow. very, very now, nice. Now, there's an interesting That's question for Anne. That could be an interesting gig. Who cooks you, all that? Yeah, uh, I actually know about this because my boyfriend's a commercial diver and dives offshore and is also in the Gulf right now. Um, but that does not make me smile. It makes you smile. Um, you don't like the idea that he's a deep sea oh, diver? Oh, it's fine. It's just, it's fine. How, did you, how did you meet him? Uh, at a bar. Which one? <laughs> Where else would you meet people? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bud Rips. That's a Bud great Bud Rips. Oh, my God. I know a guy who got his finger cut off doing that. It's, but it's, okay. it's dangerous, but I'm sure. Meeting people at bars? Drinking at Bud <laughs> Rips. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. what, speaking of bars in, in the Gulf of Mexico and oil rigs, some buddies of mine who are also songwriters had an idea that we would like team together and put our Gulf oil platform contingent of networked friends who work out there together and figure out how to do a tour of the rigs. Oh, that'd be oh wow. Cool. Called Gigs on Rigs, you know? Gigs, Gigs on, on Rigs. rigs. <laughs> <laughs> well, the boats definitely don't have sleep number beds Tur- on them. Turns out the safety <laughs> measures on. necessary, just, it's not going to happen. You wouldn't be so. able to pass a security background check probably. Hey, um, <laughs> what's the deal with the boat? What do they live on the boat? Your boyfriend, what does he actually dive for? Is he looking for something? Or? Sometimes they fix things. Sometimes they inspect. Um, lately, they've been uh, looking for hits, which basically they clean up stuff that the that your friends left there. Mud. <laughs> uh, just equipment and stuff that they just left during construction. So who's he working for? Well, what sort of company? I mean? uh, he works for a company called Ranger. And it's well, and who who pays them? I mean, who's hiring them? Uh, they're hired by various companies, oil companies. Oil companies. So mm-hmm. oil companies hire them. To, who'd you get a call from, Bruiser? Aaron. Aaron, your girlfriend. Aaron. It's the fiance from Intercom. Hello. So was he? Has he always been in that field uh, for twelve years? Oh wow. And, and how long lo- have you he guys likes doing it? I mean, it pays well, and it's a job. I think. Right. How long have you been dating each other? A year and a half. A year and a half. Okay. So it's kind of serious then. Yeah, I moved him in and everything. Oh wow. He's moved into your place. Where oh do you live? God. Down there in the, in bywater. the bywater? Yeah. Okay, cool. Wow. Yeah. This is romantic. Oh, and how, how long is he gone for? I know I miss Mark whenever he's gone uh, for two weeks. Well, that's, It'd be funny if that's it's the same guy. I know, yeah. huh? Is yours um, name Mark, too? No, I no. think we're safe. Um, he was gone for 40 days, got back Tuesday night. 40? Yeah, got back Tuesday night, was supposed to be in town for a few days for another, and then go for another week and come back, and then got a call yesterday and he left for Mexico this morning for 30 days. 
Oh, that's really bad. That's brutal. And it's bad for you because Wait. it's the worst of both worlds. You have a boyfriend, but you don't have a boyfriend. Yeah. Wait, yeah. But, but, but then it's the best of both worlds because, you know, he misses me and he's excited to see me and I get to, you know, hang out by myself some. So it has, it's the good and the bad. And yeah. when you're doing it, well, are you going to continue to do the touring life or are you settled with no, this restaurant? kind of like hanging out here now. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, well, you'll never see each other if you're gone on the road. No, last summer was brutal. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, you can we're co- both traveling. Sometimes you can coordinate, but maybe with those two jobs, where other people are telling you when you... Well, I have more... Like, I knew my when I was going to be yeah. on tour. He right. didn't know when he was going to be um, And he couldn't shore. really control that. Not so, so much. Coordinate. Yeah, yeah. That's tough. Like she said, it's nice whenever they're off because you get, you know, two weeks, three weeks, a month with that person just to, you know, do whatever you want to, take and wh- trips, and what is it? What, what do you like to do when you're not with Mark? When I'm not with Mark? Yeah. Work. That's it. Hang out with my friends, just like you do, I'm sure. You know. Right. So there's no great advantage. What's the big deal about having time apart? Then? You're just going to work. She's saying the two I'm weeks saying to a it's month exciting. are with. Oh, the when you're together, it's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. I think you were saying there was a there was there were big chunks as well where you're together where you right. take trips. Right, and so it's exciting because you get to take trips, you get to yeah. be with that person well, all day so long if, versus if just having w- eight if to two five. Weeks, if two weeks is so great. Imagine if you could get it down to an hour. How no, awesome would no, that wait. be? be what nine to five person an hour together, together, hour away? Is that what you're saying? You yeah. just have the one hour. Oh. That's, that's what I'm aiming for. Be an no. so one hour. hour I love, I love the year. idea so that you could... A year? A year. One hour a year. One hour a year. Wow. What do you think? Man, that would be explosive. All right. <laughs> I don't know what would go down in that hour. <laughs> you, you <laughs> that, <laughs> that hour would be... Whew. That would be on the <laughs> okay. Well, listen, we've, we've, TV. we're really running out of time. We've still got to have our taste test of, of oh, yeah. coming yeah, to Brew House, huh? and we have to hear Crackhead Fred okay, right now. Go ahead. All right, go ahead. Yeah. We could do the two simultaneously. You got it. There once was a lunch lady named Crackhead Fred She was so messed up that she lived in a shed She ate gross things straight out of the can I wish Crackhead Fred were really a man Crackhead Fred <laughs> That's great <laughs> Monday was meatloaf There were things in it that made me want to choke I don't think it was really meat Crackhead Fred found it on the street. I said, hey. Tuesday was hamburger pie. When I ate it, I wanted to die. I can't do it anymore. Oh, that's great. Oh, I'm sorry. We can at least get the so Thursday. It gets better, but Keep the look on her face. <laughs> <laughs> she works for these like famous. On. Put your glasses back she on. Let's try it again. Famous people, it. and she's just over here, just loving like it. mean marketing. I can't do oh. it. I was loving it. Oh, come that on, was you outstanding. Could, I thought it was great. I thought it kept going. I was very surprised how good that was. No, no, I was loving it. The aesthetic was stellar. I thought. I, I was. It was su- wasn't it better than you were thinking? It yeah, it was great. I was shocked how good that was. You can actually play the guitar. They're and actual chords. Yeah, like pitch and There's stuff. There's some good strumming. Yeah. <laughs> you should keep working. Do you have other stuff, Sarah? 
I don't. That's just that's, that one song. That's my number one. <laughs> you could be like the that's, Phoebe that's at Wayfair. You know? <laughs> Phoebe, that's my hit. the Phoebe from uh, Friends. You could be Phoebe oh, at Wayfair. Yeah. You know, like smelly cat, smelly cat, smelly cat, smelly cat. That's the smelly cat of Wayfair now, forever. I still wonder if I'm in the corner. Late at night, just by myself. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what? It's pretty good. You play at home uh, when Mark's away. I actually haven't played in years. I don't even know where my guitar is. So that's the first time I picked just up picked a guitar. Just picked it up and can play like that. That's pretty impressive, right? It's great. Yeah. It ain't like as a, a professional bike. guitar player, wouldn't you say, Andrew? And I'm awesome. going big time. And Mata. she did it. Like I don't know. I don't even want to play right now. It was fearless. Right? <laughs> it was pretty fearless. Yeah. It was just like, okay, I'll play the song. You want me to play it? Okay. So Brian, <laughs> are, are you are you uh, Sarah's boss? Um. I don't know. Do you employ? Do you employ her? Are you her employer? Um, I guess somewhat. Um, you own the brew house. Could you I'm, fire I'm, her? I'm, if you I'm one to. of uh, four owners. Okay. Um, I mainly run the operations of the brewery. I'm in charge of making the beer, getting it out the door. Um, I, we have two active partners. I'm one of them, and my other partner. Um, I guess my other partner is her boss, but we're kind of, you know, we work together on that. Okay. So did you know she could play the guitar before this? I did not. Wow. I can't so play the we're definitely going to have you play guitar more often. <laughs> you should do this part of the You're screwed now. Promotional When's thing? the Covington <laughs> jam session at the brewery? Yeah. When does that happen? Uh, we do that all the time, but it's not public. All right. Well, let <laughs> okay, us let's know try some beer. We've got, right. we got the plastic cups here. We've got a bottle opener that says Covington Brew House on it. So someone open this. Oh, let's try the anonymous, yeah. the anonymous first. Uh, anonymous got to be last. Oh, it's got to be last. Okay. Well, I don't know. That's why would that wreck be? your palate. Uh, okay. All right. So nice. what are we trying first? We're trying the strawberry. Strawberry. I would think that would wreck my palate permanently. Strawberry beer. Okay. What's your relationship like with the other breweries across the lake? They're oh, like, they're good. Like a beater um, and so Well, we're all good with... Most of them. <laughs> so there's some if sort I of. I guess it will. No, I mean we, we brewing the the brewing industry is like a like a brotherhood. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Thank you. Um, what do you use to clarify the beers? Um, we actually come the the Covington City water comes from the same aquifer as a beta water, um, and but we also filter it coming into the brewery, um, but. The water source on the North Shore is amazing. The pH is perfect. It's got the perfect minerals. It's got everything you need for making beer. Mm. Wow. Um, we just make sure that there's no chlorine in it, basically, and run an extra filter on it. But we don't have to use any um, additives or anything, and it's the perfect brewing water. Is there fluoride in the water in Covington? Uh-uh. Hmm. There's not. Why not? Well, there is, and there is, but we get it out of, out of the water. How do you get it out? Um, I'd like to get it out of my water. I tell you a secret. No, it's a secret. It's a secret how to get fluoride out of water. No, we have a filter at the restaurant mm-hmm. that gets, fil- that gets you do. fluoride so out of you water. So you can buy a filter that gets. Yeah, it. you can it's buy a filter. So what's yeah, the fucking it's, secret? It's basically a giant charcoal filter. Okay. Yeah. And that's all it is. Mm-hmm. You can get it from the waterworks here. And where you does have the it put water? Your house. Where does the water come from? It comes from out of the deep in the ground somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's a deep sort of well water. It's a well water. Okay, so Anne's trying it first, and Anne's a professional chef. It's delicious. <laughs> what would you, how would you describe it, the strawberry flavor? Uh, very light. It's a wheat beer, yeah? It's not a wheat it's beer. It's not a wheat beer. Mm-hmm. It's vegan. It's very, very simple um, cream ale style beer, mm. easy drinking. Um, just two ingredients in the beer, well, two barley and um, one type of hop. And water, and then strawberry puree. But real light on the hop, yeah. Yeah, very light on the hop. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I I would never order a sweet beer, and I wouldn't. I, and I've had this cold, and you know, I'm like, okay, that's a sweet strawberry beer, and it's nice. But I'm, you know, but warm. 
This is like a warm. Short, it brings like you the flavors. Mm-hmm. It's strawberry shortcake now. It's kind of lovely. This is our producer Graham DePonte, who knows more about alcohol than anybody no, at this table. <laughs> <laughs> but not so much about beer. How would um, you describe it? Warm. I would say warm. <laughs> oh, we, we already, we already it was in my that. car. <laughs> it's 95 degrees actually. But it, tell me that's not strawberry shortcake though. Is this no, the only? I don't uh, taste, I okay. still don't, sorry. Uh, crazy. No, this I all do the beers taste we the strawberries. I think I'd prefer, is, I mean, like, is, is it warm for a reason other than it was, it was in your car? No. No, so you don't, this is Obviously, like this is not the way we're going to okay, serve it. I just thought they, maybe. They put me on the spot. And a trend. No. You said it was going to be cold because of the grapefruit drink. Well, <laughs> well it's not hot. It's <laughs> It's not 95. It's I guess it's Luke room temperature. Well, there's nothing wrong with drinking beer room temperature. No, that's well, how they yeah. drink um, in um, England. That's in, 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 the, in, the, in the brewing business, we actually um, like to taste the beers at room temperature because it gives you the flavors. Yeah. The real true flavors that you're going to get out of the beers okay. are going to happen when it's when that's the, funny. The man. colder it is, the less flavor you're going right, to get. I'm going to equate this to a recording studio, which I'm sure you're familiar with too. You listen to these through these, you know, really expensive speakers, and you hear all this low end and all this color. But y- at the end of the day, you have to equate it to the fact that people are going to listen through it to it through cheap headphones and and mm-hmm. laptop speakers. So what you do is you you make a ref and you go put it in your car and you listen to it which is you know not great speakers do you do that with beer do you, you I don't know I guess I, you just chill it I do it I bring it outside and I drink it in my car <laughs> <laughs> but do you chill it and put it in a bottle and try it before you you know is that a thing um, well I mean generally I don't taste it until it's cold mm-hmm. um, it, when it's you just in the said tanks, you tasted it at room temperature well I'll, after the fact I'll take the bottle and let it, let it warm up it mm-hmm. comes off of the line cold Oh, okay. Yeah, it, beer's not going to go in a bottle hot. It's me, right. Foam City, yeah. carbonated so you make, product. So the beer comes out of the actual process when you put it in bottles. It's in the 30s. As cold, 30s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Um, but you know, you got all the the beer nerds that um, I go to these um, homebrew meetings where they get in the 30 guys and at a table all tasting beers and. They, you know, they got the guys whipping it out of their ice chest, and somebody's got to put it in between his legs and warm it up. Oh, that's uh, funny. Let's get it warm so we can really taste it. Why don't you just pass it? Mm. <laughs> okay. So um, we could try one more then, or, or two more even. Um, when, when can we try the anonymous, which is the star of wait, the show? Patience, wait, patience. I you feel like we just passed a gem. You can't of rush a greatness. Speaking time. Okay, what did we miss? He just talked about okay. homebrew meetings. Yeah. Oh, wait, we got five minutes left, so I'll be passing beers. This is a thing? Okay. Homebrew like, meeting. Like, like, so what are the kind of people who go to a homebrew meeting? Um, people that brew at home. Right, little, of course. Little but, but is there a demographic, or does it seem like all types? <laughs> demographic is uh, overweight um, guys in their 40s and 50s. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's chasing each other's yeah. beer. Uh-huh. And why would you, as a professional brewer, have to subject yourself to that? And why don't you guys um, charge I actually a have a, a lot of my... <laughs> I mean, I'm friends with all these guys. It's not just overweight guys of like course, that. Of course, yeah, yeah. It's It's people from all walks of life, interesting enough, that just like beer. If you guys did something where you can invite a few people, maybe 20 people, and charge a $10 cover, you, you could do that, you know? Just have a bunch of people... Well, have a bunch of people who don't brew invite. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To, to come in and just, like, sit on the couch and try all these people's beers. Mm-hmm. That'd be solid. Well, do that. some of them are really horrible beers. But ah, right. But you, you, yeah, that's part of the experience. You'll have the best beers and the worst beers you've ever had in your life in mm-hmm. a homebrew meeting. Okay, what's this one? You're drinking, it. Andrew? This is, is our Kolsch. This is a wheat beer. How do you spell this? I'm going to have to um, K-O-L-S-C-H. And the O has an umlaut, like Metallica. Uh-huh. I'm going to be honest. This one works God less well warm, but I still like it, and I think it's a really delicious beer. 
And what's your professional opinion as it's a like James Beard? It's like Budweiser were good. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I could dig that. I guess, that be, thank you. <laughs> that would be a good slogan for your... Uh, I guess Budweiser, but if good. Budweiser, no, <laughs> you know, if Budweiser, because it's, it's light and it's, it's got that, right. you know. So y'all slam those. We're out of cups. Mm. Okay, well, we'll have to hurry it up and drink this. Graham. This is the Bach. It's one of my favorites. Douglas. Our photographer Douglas is trying this one. Strawberry. Dang, the more I drink the Here cold, I'm, I'm really liking that. It's nice. This is like the more you drink, the funnier we are here. Okay, so uh, what do we try? This is cult. This is this the is the Bayou Bach. It's a uh, sweeter Bach. beer, higher in alcohol. It'll creep up on you and uh, make you happier faster. This Has this got your honey in it? No, <laughs> none of none of the um, flagships have the honey in it. This Just one is the cast. lively the cast. as a Cajun two-step. It is. Oh. It says. On so it. it says. Lively as a Cajun two-step. That's a great uh, slogan too. Are there Cajuns in Covington? I'm a Cajun. Nice. So is Andrew. Yep. Do you? I'm originally from Lafayette area. Well, Broussard. I mean, that's... Exactly. Half the phone book in Lafayette right. is, is Broussard. Okay, so we're finally onto the anonymous now, are we? We are. Okay. And then we've only got like a moment left on the show. So the next thing we're going to do before we get out of here is we're going to get you to play a surf song for us. Oh, I am? Yes. The pressure song. <laughs> you have to play the whole thing. Just just do some, just crack, do just do some crackhead Fred. Just do it a little bit better than Crackhead Fred. Is this the first, Don't shame uh, me too first happy hour show where we have three different musical guests? Is there a big mm. pick somewhere? That, would require, that, would, that would require us to remember what happened previously. Okay, so now this is uh, Brian Bruiser Broussard, who not only is uh, the owner and brewmaster, well, co-owner and brewmaster of the Covington Brew House and the bass player in Cowboy Mouth, he's also a surf-style guitar player. But in Crackhead Fred, just shame. See if I can do it on this guitar. Wow. That's terrible. Let's do another one. working too well hold on oh, it's working great well anyway you got the gist yeah, yeah that's okay, what surf nice. sounds okay. and are you are you in a uh, surf band as well as i am um what's that called i had a surf band called bruiser's house of surf <laughs> um that's a great and name. the band is still in existence but i've dropped the house of surf and i just go as my name bruiser's band yeah it's basically brian bruiser broussard um band okay um, and you play surf Style. It's, it's um, Dick Dale kind of music. Dick Dale Ventures kind of stuff, but turned right. up a notch. Like the amps are cranked. We're gonna cut your head off when you walk yeah. into the place. So it's like as if ACDC was playing the Ventures. And when are you Dick playing Dale. again? Um, I think I have. I gotta look at my calendar. I'm confused. But I that, think July July twentieth at Saturn Bar. But that's oh, surf cool. punk In metal. That surf punk metal is a style, isn't it? I mean, it's not totally your own. Well, mine's less punk. Okay. It's more rock surf. Surf rock. Surf rock. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we have not tried the uh, Covington Anonymous IPA yet. Ah. 
It's right here. We I poured myself one. I haven't tasted it. Okay, has anyone tried it? Do you have a and cup? And then we've got to get the hell out of here. And then my cup, Douglas stole my cup. Here, drink it out the bottle. It's okay. not too hoppy. I don't really like IPAs. I like this one because the it's not sloppy you in gotta, the face you gotta hoppy. you got to smell it first. And then um, hmm. it's got six wow, different malts. beautiful looking. Six beer. different hops. It's darker than your average Look IPA. Look this beer is gorgeous looking. Um, the nose on it is amazing because it's dry hopped with wow. one pound per barrel of hops, which is a lot of hops. Mm. It's happy. <laughs> Way it's more what, hops than we had on the show. Great. Right? That really tastes great. Have you tried this one? Yeah, I did. Okay, this is a serious beer. Congratulations. It's, it's You're onto something here. Douglas, try That's this. That's my baby. And did you try this? I, I did. did. Yeah. What did you think? It's delicious. Could you use that in some sort of cooking? I guess not in a vegan restaurant. Uh, well, that depends. It's Do vegan friendly. It's, it's vegan. Mm -hmm. oh, a it lot is. of beers are not. So I think I th I'm thinking of gluten. Oh no, but some beers are filtered through a fish bladder. So and they're. Uh, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Some beers are filtered through a fish bladder. That's new. We use How do you get a fish rock. bladder? Nice. What does a fish bladder look like? I have no idea. I just know mean? that there are beers filtered that are that are vegan bladder? friendly and, beer, and beers that are not. Well, a lot of um, wine and beer is they'll use. Um, Bone meal, uh, egg whites, all kinds of things, and, and clarification horse, process. Horse hooves. Oh. Yeah. Well, and gelatin, yeah. Gelatin, gelatin is used right. a lot mm -hmm. to clarify. I wonder Did if you, you could filter it through a human bladder. Why not? Uh, uh, I do it every day. Right. right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was such an alley-oop. It was right there. You know, Scram. Andrew, what were you going to say? Sorry about What were you going to say? I was going to ask, did you ask what he filters it through specifically, you know, because of your own? Well, you said volcan volcanic. Volcanic. Yes. Uh, um, diatomaceous earth, volcanic rock. But did you ask because you were curious for your own... Restaurant of it. Oh no, I'm not vegan or yeah. vegetarian. That, right. Yeah. But could you but use I'm just it? Curious. You could use it at the restaurant. But I Maybe. Could sell it at the restaurant. See? Here we go. I think uh, we've got so a, another. Our beer is vegan up. friendly, and you definitely should sell it at the restaurant. Sold. Cool. Okay. The restaurant is Bava B H A V A, and it's above uh, Feelings Restaurant in the Marini or the Bywater. What is it technically called? Is that the Marini? Technically Marini? the Marini. It's, it's before Marini. the tracks. Okay, that's a very cool place. Uh, that. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us, Anne Churchill. Thanks for having You've been me. A great we'll guest. see you there. Uh, yeah, well, come on over for dinner. We're yeah, going over will. tonight. Okay. Yeah. And also, thank you to Brian Brews of Broussard, who joined us, who's the uh, brewmaster and owner of Covington Brew House, as well as a new bass player in Cowboy Mouth. The name of the band is Cowboy Mouth. Thank Thanks you so much. Thanks for finding me and having me. It's so great that you guys joined us, and Sarah Rieger has been here as well. Thank who's, you. Who's uh, not only the salesperson for the Covington Brew House, but also a nutritionist and the author of. Crackhead Fred. That's Crackhead right. Crackhead Fred. The only place you'll hear that song is right one. here. <laughs> number one. Thanks so much, everybody. Andrew Duhon's been here as well, of course. Yep. That's our happy hour for this week. Our show is produced by the fabulous and talented Graham DuPonte, who's standing right there. Our associate producer and technical director is Chris Kehoe. Christian Anyu is our music director. And Joshua Brown is our music coordinator. I'm not quite sure who of those two is responsible for Ruth Navar not showing up. <laughs> but we'll find that out. The theme song that you're listening to right now was written by and is being played by Mitch Foreman, who also bought us this brand new microphone. Good man. Isn't this gorgeous? Thank you, Mitch. The fabulous audio quality of the show is brought to you in part as well by PreSonus Audio Electronics. For more information about their wide range of sound recording equipment and software, you can check them out at PreSonus.com. They come from Baton Rouge, those guys, by the way. If you'd like to be on our show, you can stay upright for about an hour having drunk. How many beers have we had here today? Good Drop God. us a line. Our address is on our website. Also, you can check out other happy hours on our website. There are plenty of shows to listen to, as well as other shows that we produce here at INO Broadcasting. Out to lunch with Peter Rusciutti is live from Commander's Palace. Mindset with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Pajic. True to the game with the fabulous Chris True and Tammy Nelson. Vietnola, our show about the New Orleans Vietnamese community with the Vietnamese Terry Gross, Kim Vu, and Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Kanata. 
Keep up with us on Facebook, on Twitter, and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. On all of it, where it's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show, see what we all look like with and without our sunglasses on. You can find those photos on itsneworlands.com. And on Facebook, these photos are taken by the fabulous, talented, lovely, charming Douglas Engel with a bad knee. If you're listening to the show on iTunes, he has got a bad knee. Ask him how he got that. It's was not bad. It, it's it was just a, misunderstood. It was a bizarre accident in the bathtub with somebody else. Hey-o. That's another story. If you're listening to the show on iTunes, on Stitcher, or Swell, or another podcast that you like better, thank you for subscribing to us. Take a moment to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street, the home of handcrafted food and spirits, where they put fine dining into a sandwich. Come down here and check it out for yourself. It's on Ferret Street, right by Napoleon. Happy Hours, a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworlands.com. For Andrew Duhom, everyone else sitting around here around the table, Graham DePonte, and everyone else back at the office of INO Broadcasting, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. We'll see you back here next time on Happy Hour.